Tom Brady is a system quarterback. Hoorah, hoorah. LeBron James ain't the GOAT at all. Hoorah, hoorah. Chandler Jones is better than Vaughn. And this is the Worst Take Pod. Welcome everybody. We got Makana, we got Matt, and we got Sam. And a little bit of a podcast update. We had an episode all recorded on Thursday. However, GarageBand and all of our audio things that we were using, they just, they got all messed up. It was really bad. (laughs) We spent like two hours working on getting all of that fixed. But it is... So this episode will be posted obviously today, which is Sunday, and then we'll have episodes Tuesday and Thursday this week. Sorry about that. Um, we just it, all of our audio stuff just went bye bye. But <laughs> Matt, do you want to tell them about what we're gonna be doing today? Yeah. So today it's gonna be a pretty simple episode. We are going to talk about our top three favorite logos and least three favorite logos. Um, and then we're going to get into some free agency. We're going to, so we did it like an hour and a half episode and we don't really want to repeat the same exact episode, you know, because that sounds awful. Um, so we're going to change it up a little bit. And instead of just talking about like, oh, like who's the big winners and stuff, we're going to go through all of the AFC teams today. Um, and we're going to just going to talk about like how free agency has impacted them and we're going to look at their current over and under like wins for next season and see say if we are like thinking they're over or they're under so like example like the cardinals over right now over under is seven wins i would probably take over on that now we're gonna do all the afc teams and then next episode we'll do all the nfc but that was just a quick example so first we're gonna get get into those logos though so uh mcconnell you want to start yeah, first of all, I do want to shout out the um, podcast that I got this idea from. It is the Farmcast. So if you want to see what they do, they do this kind of stuff. But um, so I'm going to give my top three logos. Then it'll be Matt. Then it'll be Sam. And then we'll all do our bottom three. So mm-hmm. it's not going to be me back to back. So my third favorite logo is um, the Bills. I just really like the uh, the color scheme they got, and it's also kind of a unique um, kind of design. Also, Bills isn't a super popular team name. That kind of influenced my decision. Like, I sorry, I don't want to hear, like, bear or tiger or lion. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a bill is kind of... It's, it's unique. Um, and then they've got the it's, cool colors. Yeah, it's a pretty iconic logo. Yeah. It's been around... It's- for a while and it's i think it's held up honestly yeah one other thing about this is we're not allowed to put our favorite team's logos in the top three so that is not allowed for that's why ravens for me niners for matt and broncos for sam will not be in the top three but um at number two i've got the dolphins once again really cool color scheme it's also a unique logo, but I just think that the way that the dolphin is inside of a circle, it's got the helmet, all that stuff. I think it's just an interesting and really unique logo with cool tropical colors. Really fits Miami. Yeah, I think they've always had a nice logo. And I know even from like personal experience, my sister knowing nothing about football really attached herself to the dolphins just because they had a cool logo. So <laughs> I could see it. 
Yeah, and then number one for me is the Buccaneers. Um, I just think that, like, contrasting with the Raiders, where a Raider is kind of similar to a Pirate, I just think the Buccaneers just did a really unique thing of, like, the, the sword flag. holding up the flag with the football skull and crossbones, but with the swords and not bones, like... It's really unique. Like, if you look at all the logos, like, that one really stands out because it's just so different from everything else, but different in a cool way. It's not just, like, a helmet. At yeah, when we talk about logos right now, we're all talking about exactly what they are current, beside the Rams, because they're awful new one. But <laughs> Yeah, the Rams new logo yeah. is absolutely that atrocious. Just automatically last place, so we're not including it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Didn't the Chargers get a new gross one, too? No, I don't think so. I think that's just so. still the bolt. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. That's an honorable mention. But, uh, Matt, do you want to get into your top three? Yeah. So, at number three, I have the Ravens. Um, yeah. I just lo- I've always liked the Ravens logo. Also, they have a really nice purple. Yeah. Um, and, like, with the – they actually have a real, like, a gold color. A lot of teams are like, oh, yeah, we're gold. Like, the Steelers. But the Steelers' color is yellow. Like, clearly yellow. But yeah. they're – they're, the Ravens gold is really cool, and I like just how they have the B and the birds really detailed and stuff. I like the more detailed logos, I'd say. So that was that was number three for me, um, and then number two, very similar, I would say, like in the colors and whatnot, is the Vikings. Um, their purple's different, uh, but I, I'm a big fan of them. I like I just really like how detailed it is. Um, I know a person that comes on here often, Jake. He will be very had, glad to hear that the Vikings made my logo list. Yeah, the Vikings logo is really iconic. I mean, it's been around a really long time, and it's been pretty much the same throughout. I don't think uh, the Vikings do has changed very much, and it's been detailed compared to like the other ones, which are kind of like not as detailed before. And then, um, yeah, my number one is also the Bucks. Yeah, it's a great logo. Yeah, so I mean the Bucks, the Bucks one's super cool. I think the Vikings is like a clear number two, just with like how cool like the Viking guy looks. But the Bucks one is just so so neat. And I also want to say like I do like the Raiders logo a lot. I also like the Eagles and the Panthers a lot too, and the Broncos. I just like like the Broncos and Ravens are very similar. Um, and the Panthers and the Eagles, all those are kind of like similar looking logos, with a bird or a horse. Or a panther, <laughs> or a um, raider. <laughs> but the Ra- the Raiders is kind of similar to the Bucks, but I just think that the Bucks is like just they does a better, better job with it. Yeah. And then the Vikings is just the most the most different logo out of all of them, I'd say. That's and that one's number two. I just really I'm a huge fan of the Bucks logo. I've always been. So yeah. that's why the Vikings isn't is number two. But like the first two, I think the, like the Bucks and the Vikings are like their logos are so much better than the other ones. I'll talk about the Vikings logo later. So. uh Sam, why don't you uh, give us your top three? All right, I'll give them my three. My three are different from you guys. Pretty different. For my third one, I got the Jaguars, just because I think it's a really cool color scheme. I like the Jaguars, too. The See, fact I that don't like the, the Jaguars' scheme. tongue is teal, and <clears throat> it has, like, the... Uh, it's teal, and it has, like, the yellow tint for, like, a regular Jaguar, and that's what their uniform is. I think that's really cool. It's really detailed. Jaguars are cool to me. Yeah. I, I think a lot of the animal teams logos are generally cooler just because like it's easier to make 
yeah, a definitely. cooler logo out of it. But yeah. that, I one's, have, that one's been a favorite. I would have to say I don't like the teal. I like the logo. The teal. I know a lot of people that yeah. don't like their I colors, like but it. I've always been a fan of gold and teal for some reason. Why? Maybe I'm like. Maybe if they okay. Maybe if it was <laughs> a little bit darker. It's like too light in my opinion. Yeah. Anyway, the second one I got is the Panthers, kind of jumping yeah, I, off I the like same the cat too. vibe. Yeah. But I think the pan, the Panthers have an even cooler color scheme than the yeah, Jaguars, and yeah. all their uniforms look good. They've never looked bad. <laughs> Um, I think they're the dark black, and I don't know what color blue it is, but it's like lighter, uh, I mean, it's lighter Carolina kind of blue. blue. Yeah, yeah, I don't like know. It goes really well blue. with it. And Panthers are dope. <laughs> so, that's all I got to say on that. You like the big cats? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm I like blue. So this might be the lions influencing my decisions. <laughs> the no, my favorite. Cat. No, my favorite is the Titans, because okay, the Titans is really cool. I actually want. I, I, I was like thinking it. about putting them in my top three too. I think it's probably the most unique logo that is there, because you don't really know what a you can't really picture a Titan, and it's just kind of like a flame with a T on the end, like Tennessee Titans. I think the the Oilers was cool too, but that's like yeah. the, the, I think the Titans is even cooler because I don't even know what they're. Uh, like mascot is to be honest what what is it like one big like titan ball or something but just looking at and actually looking at the old logos too one that's super cool is the baltimore colts yeah because they have a they have a horse and his legs are kicked back in the air and like his helmet's flying off of them that one's really cool that rams the, the rams one from 1946 to 1994 is really cool too yeah, they have a lot of cooler older older logos. I honestly think that many of the older logos are cooler because they were more detailed. I don't know why they try to simplify them as much. Yeah. And that's where we'll come into our least favorites because the ones that are really simple probably... Yeah, they're not, they're, like there's no uniqueness much. to them. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to move into the bottom three? Yeah, so for mine, I will say that... For me, being simple, I don't like it. But if you've been simple for a very, very long time, that doesn't hinder you. So for me, like the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers, very simple logos. But I think they're like iconic with the franchise. So those are not in my bottom three. I actually think those are really cool logos. Uh, my mm. number three is one that both of you guys seem to really love, which is the Vikings. Really? Um, How is I, it? I think it's, for me, it's, like, too, like, unorganized. I don't know why, like, it's a Viking, obviously, but, like, for me, it's just the hair's kind of going everywhere. The helmets, <laughs> like, it's just kind of random looking. Like, I like the helmet, like, I don't know, what is it called, a horn? Is that what it is? I like yeah. when they just, like... I don't, I don't know what the helmet that. specifically is called. But, like, but... it's just, like... Like, the mustaches, too. I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of too crazy for me. Like, too much going on. Like, too much detail. Um, okay. But then, number two, I have the Seahawks. Um, one, I just don't like the color scheme. Like I just don't like the Seahawks. Yeah, and it's just, like, it's just kind of weird. Like it's not. It's not very good. It's like a really bootleg Ravens logo with a bad color scheme. <laughs> um. And also, there's no such thing as a Seahawk. 
Yeah, right? what the heck is, is there... that? What is a seahawk? <laughs> like it's like you want to be a hawk the that resides by the sea. It's not. It's not a seagull. It's like a beefed up seagull. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the there are seahawks. So don't don't come at us like, oh well, there's these hawks that fly by the sea. Those are just hawks. Those are just hawks. <laughs> Those are just hawks. <laughs> they need no a such beach thing day. As a seahawk. Yeah. Um, number All one, right. it's the Browns. I'm sorry, you can't just like put a helmet. <laughs> like, what the helmet heck is that? Like, like your logo should be able to fit on your helmet, and the Browns' logo is their helmet. Like, it just makes no sense. <laughs> not to mention, it's a plain orange helmet. <laughs> it's not even something cool. And they're the Browns. Why the heck is it? They're orange? the Browns, and they're orange. <laughs> I like, think that it makes zero sense. I, lo- I honestly. I can't put them in my least favorite just because of how iconic they are. But they had that really old logo where they had the like, not leprechaun dude, but it was it was kind of like a leprechaun dude. Where, like, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. He, he, like, he's like, no, he's he's like, in a three point stance, and he's like wearing a kind of like leather, yeah. leather football gear. Like, yeah, that one was cool. cool. I think but, that the Browns one more signi- signifies like. The beginning losing? of football and things like that. Maybe losing, too. <laughs> but I don't know what orange represents. Look good, right, play good. The, There's a reason they get the mind. Uh, so my third least favorite was the Cardinals. So we talked about how all these birds and panther, tiger, lions, broncos, those kind of animals, they the logos are done really good. The Cardinals is very, very boring and doesn't look terrifying whatsoever. I've, the Cardinals it's, have had so many variations of the, the, the specific same logo. logo, and it's never been good. No. It, it's pretty pretty weak. Um, one that almost made it for me to number three was also the, the Bengals. The Bengals is a B with three stripes. They also did a terrible job. <laughs> so the Cardinals and Bengals kind of are the bottom two. Um Number the number two worst logo for me also was the Jets. They have a football shaped <laughs> logo that says New York Jets with a football. Yeah. I think anyone could have made that logo in about four seconds. That looks like um, <laughs> something you do on Microsoft Paint or something like that. Yes. And I a think, very old version of Microsoft Paint too. <laughs> I think it's funny that we're like insulting logos. Meanwhile, our logo is absolutely atrocious. Yeah. I think our logo might be better than the Jets. Yeah. I think it's, Our logo is basically we, the Giants logo. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty bad. <laughs> it's just like, but WT. It's than the Jets. But we will eventually get a new logo. I think we've been inspired to create a new logo just from looking at these, how plain, <laughs> and then comparing it to our logo, which is also plain. <laughs> Fair enough, though. Have you guys seen the Jets Color Rush one? No. Their Color Rush uniform? Oh, they're fire. It looks pretty good with their logo. Really? Yeah. yeah. But... Still bad logo. Yeah, on its, not a good by logo. itself, not good. And my number one worst logo is also the Browns because it's a helmet. It's a, <laughs> it's a helmet, an orange helmet. Really They're the, the Browns. Browns. They, really like. Ugh. They should be. Maybe the if they change their logo, they could win. They could get to the playoffs. Maybe if they change their logo, but right now, maybe maybe the NFL just has something against them because their logo is so bad. They don't want that to represent the NFL teams, the maybe, successful NFL teams. Maybe their next step is to put a full football player on their helmet. <laughs> Not like leather guy, just like go back to what they did, but now it's just like recent. It's like no, Baker Mayfield on the helmet. Yeah, maybe Baker Johnny Mayfield. Football. 
Yeah. <laughs> like number <I> two. <laughs> Tim Tebow. All right. So I'll get into my three least favorite. Third place. I know you won't be happy with this Picano, but I got the Bears sitting right there. It's just, it's, I like it for the fact that it's old like that. But Chicago, you gotta change it up. You can't use the same logo for every team you have. It looks exactly <laughs> like the Cubs. It does look exactly <laughs> like the Cubs. So I, I just think it's kind of unoriginal. What about that little pinch at the end of the seat? Oh yeah, yeah. the pinch. I that think really that changes it up for I me. I think it makes it look cool. I don't even know what that pinch is for, to be honest. But yeah, I don't know why that's even there. That's all you need I think to do to pinch, take them down. You just pinch them. I think them if the pinch wasn't up. there, yeah. And I think if the pinch wasn't there, it'd be worse. But I still don't really like it. Just to just to point this out, do you guys know that the Chargers had the same logo as the Browns, but they had a lo- a helmet with a bolt on it? <laughs> I think that looks cool. I think it looks no, way better than the Browns, stupid, though. though. It's it still is, and they were like, "Oh, we gotta change this. This is bad." It's just. <laughs> so what would the Browns just be? An orange circle? <laughs> they would basically be the Bears, but there's no pinch. <laughs> no, it's just a hollow circle. <laughs> They should just make their, uh... yeah, no. They should just put like a brown spot or on maybe their helmet. copy the Bengals logo, but add a pinch like the Bears. So it's like a B, <laughs> an orange B with a little pinch on it. A B with three pinches like behind it. <laughs> one for each win. So my second one, I'm be hating on them, hating on this state. The Giants. The Giants is pretty bad. The Giants logo, very very plain. I like their color scheme. Here's the only thing I'd have to say about the Giants. Their logo is like, I think it's way better than the Bears. I don't know why, but it's like, they're like the blue team, you know, like. I think the blue. I, th- <laughs> the blue I mean, team. I don't know how to describe it, but like. I get it. Yeah. I. I just can't like. Okay, here's the difference I can't between look the. Look at it and be happy with it. Here's the difference between the Giants. And the Bears. There's two the letters Bears, instead of one. Yes, but the Bears just has a C for Chicago. The Giants has an NY for New York. Look at the Bears. New though. York just does it better. They did a little. <laughs> I think the, the the Bears did it better with their little outline because they have like little white space, and they have like three little layers to it. The Giants are just like two layers, very lazy. Just like they, it but looks it's like an they went in. Oh, cool. <laughs> They it kind of looks like they went in a. Uh, it looks like they went in Word, chose a font, and then like highlighted something. Guys, this was made in 1925. That's probably exactly what they did. <laughs> I don't know. That was MS Paint back then. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Uh, so for my final one, the worst one, the worst one. It's not even close. The Jets, disgusting logo. <laughs> the Jets is so bad. <laughs> so gross. Just like it just not says a New good, York Jets. That's like, worse than just having a single a letter. Gross green. <laughs> It's like a gross vomit green, and then it's just white. I feel like if they could, they they did black letters. I think it might have even been cooler, but it's just so white. Oh no! I don't know. The black letters would be doesn't look good at all. The little football even looks stupid to me. Yeah, the the football. Yeah, looks really bad. Worst part. The oval shape is not good either. Ah. I, I have only bad things to say about the Jets. Their team, their logo. Alright, I think yeah. that's probably it for logo talk. 
fun one. Um, but so what we're gonna do now is we're just gonna go through all of the AFC teams in um, alphabetic order, and we're just gonna talk about okay, this is their line. What do you guys think? Why do you think this? And we're gonna we're gonna highlight free agency and make that a big part. But we just wanted to kind of go over and recap some teams. We'll also do like division predictions as we get along in the in the off season. But for now, just immediate responses to free agency. I think this was a good way to do it, especially so we don't have to regurgitate the same information that we regurgitated in our last episode that you guys didn't hear. But I really don't want to have the same conversation. <laughs> yeah, that just sounds awful. So, first team, Baltimore Ravens. The line is 11. I will easily take that over. I'll take that Ooh. over, definitely. So, the problem they went 14-2 and two last year. Okay, yeah, go ahead. The problem I have with the Ravens is their division sucked last year. And I think their division got a lot better. The Steelers are going to be, like, an actual threat. The Bengals can maybe not suck as bad. They lost to the Browns last year. Like, they could lose At the beginning of the year, right? Yeah, that was week three. Or maybe it was week four. The Bengals had a pretty good game against them, too. Even last year. Joe Mixon kind of went off. No. I don't know if it was that close to the game. In the Bengals games, the Ravens destroyed the Bengals. But two years ago, the Bengals typically play the Ravens close. Like, they're going to have A.J. Green back. They're going to get their weapons back. And I think um, I, the division is going to be too. tougher. Like, I mean, I don't, 11 I don't know how much the Bengals could be embarrassed anymore after Lamar toasted them on the nastiest spin move probably ever. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> that a was, fantastic That was beautiful. Um, yeah, so, so just looking at their division, like, they're going to have tougher matchups, but they're they're clearly better than all those teams. That's why I take them. Even okay, here's the thing. They went 14 and 2 last year. Even if they regress and go two losses worse, they still cover that line. And they only don't cover the line if they go 10 and 6, and I don't see that happening. So over 11 is kind of like I would definitely yeah, take over 11. I think I, it's I, very I'll unlikely. It's very unlikely that they have 10 only 10 wins. Also, their defensive line is a lot better like with their their additions. Yeah. They they still have Judon. They're the Purple People um, Leaders 2.0. Yeah, they they have a massive defensive line. Um, what are their, like, for you, McConnell, what are their, like, moves they make that help them or hurt them that you really that want? They're going to lose made. Jimmy Smith, right? Or that they, they did. will make. They did lose Jimmy Smith, okay. That, that they did, like, so that far in free agency. Okay, yeah, so um, I really like the Hayden Hurst trade. Um, I think that'll allow yeah, that them good. to draft a guard in the second round. But, um, Potentially a receiver, honestly. Yeah, because they already have a second round pick, so they'll have a they have a lot of draft a guard and a, um, a receiver, so that could be really helpful. And then um, trading for Calais Campbell and signing Michael Brockers just makes that line really crazy. Um, yeah, they did insane. trade Chris Wormley though. Uh, I'm kind of intrigued with that. Honestly, I think they might go after Everson Griffin if they don't get Jimmy Smith, because. Jimmy Smith might resign. Like people don't know, like he's not getting a ton of like attraction because he's been injured so much. But um, I think I was looking this up yesterday. I want to say they've got about six million dollars left in estimated cap space. But I think that they should trade Judon. And so, if you they... think that they're, do you think that they are going to trade him? Um, 
I think they could trade him on like draft night or something. Okay. Because uh, yeah, um, I mean, you never know. They could they could end up getting some defensive lineman, like some edge rusher that they like, yeah. and then they're like, okay, like, we'll trade him right now. You know, like yeah. Or think, there'll be a guy like falling to them and they're seeing it happen. Yeah. So, I think they like ever. I think Everson Griffin would be great on that defensive line. Um, for the outset, like that would just be insane to have mm-hmm. Brandon Williams, Calais Campbell, Michael Brockers, and Everson Griffin. But um, they yeah. need more cap space, so I think that they should trade Judon. But other well, than, I like, think they're in win now mode. So yeah, getting all these veterans is a smart move for them. Yeah, definitely. And um, you can't don't have to sign to huge contracts either. Yeah. All right, but, let's let's move on to the Bills just so we can do these pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, like you kind of see our quick. thoughts on it. Um, the Bills over under is eight and a half. I will take that over. They added Stephon Diggs. That should help their offense. Their defense lost a couple guys, but I believe they also kind of gained a couple guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take that over definitely. Too. Yeah, they got they added Mario Addison. Um, I don't know about that Josh Norman signing. I don't know about the Josh Norman signing either, but he's not going to be kinda, number one. That's the bad yeah he's bonus. not. Yeah, and he's I don't really know. If, I, I I think he's completely washed. Um, but their offense is going to be explosive, probably. I don't know if it's going to be explosive. I think it's going to be not stagnant like it was last year. Well, they have Stephon Diggs and John Brown to take the top off. Yeah, that's really nice, and it's really going to come down to is Josh Allen good enough. I think. Um, I'm a fan of Josh Allen. Maybe he he has some some attributes that he lacks, like accuracy. He's not a very accurate <laughs> quarterback whatsoever. Um, but if you just improve a little bit, like he's probably never going to be a very accurate quarterback. But if you just picture it right now, you can definitely see him throwing a 60-yard bomb to, to Diggs. And then, oh, wow, like they, can, they, could really, they could be a really scary team. They already because their defense is so good. Um, Sean McDermott is a great coach, and Diggs is a big deal. And they could even go, you know what? Let's get another receiver in the draft. And they like, I mean, they kind of have like they have Cole Beasley and stuff. Like they have good receivers, but they could make some other moves, or they could get a stud defensive player. So you never know. Like they they can even get better as the draft comes. They also have a great. But with what they have now, yeah, with what they have now, they have. Do you say they a have team? a great tight end? I think Knox is really good. I mean, I, I think he might be on the rise. I wouldn't call him great. I don't oh, really know no, if I... No, 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 A great young tight end, I guess I could say. He's I don't not, know. I like, don't think he's, he's not an elite tight end yet, but like... I don't think he's... I don't think he'll ever get there. He was, I don't know if he'll ever get there either. I think he's a solid guy, though. I don't know if that he's the long-term answer. I think that with Diggs, you're going to see Knox not be as involved in the offense... I think that he kind of got involved in the offense because he had to be involved in the offense. Like, they didn't really have many guys to throw to besides Beasley and Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, Diggs is, Diggs is going to be a big a big deal. He's I gonna, think Singletary is going to be the biggest part of their offense. I think Singletary is really, really good, too. I So, um, they, they signed Quentin Spain. I don't know if he's that great, but they got a three-year deal, $15 million. I'm sure, for, for the most part, when, you, when your team invests in offensive line, you can't really look at it negatively unless they're signing... Eric Flowers, like two years ago, or or they're they're re-upping on Andrew Whitworth. <laughs> yeah. They have a lot of nice defensive line help. They got Quentin yeah. Jefferson was a pretty. I don't know how he had a lot of sacks last year. I think he was with the Seahawks, or right? Yeah, yeah, he was he was a really good player. Mm-hmm. Vernon Butler, 
is kind of a replacement for Phillips, who they yeah, lost. Harrison Phillips, yeah. Um, Addison, just a great depth guy to have rushing. Because um, Lorenzo Alexander is really old. He had that one great season, but they really shouldn't be using him much anymore. He's more of a team leader than anything. So He could have been signed by someone else. But either way, either way, I'm not sure if he was. Um, but moving on to the Bills, I think that's an easy over. Um, the Bengals. That's our next one. Yeah. Yeah, these are NFC teams. Okay, let's go back to the over-under. Um, the Bengals. All right. The Bengals over-under is five. I will take the under because yeah. six wins seems a little generous. Um, I could see them getting five wins. I mean, I could see them getting six wins, but I don't see them getting any more than six wins. Obviously, they're going to have Joe Burrow. I still think that they're a year away from actually making much noise. So you look at their signings. They signed two cornerbacks. That's nice. They signed DJ Reader and they signed they franchised AJ Green. AJ Green has not been the same dude that he was a few years ago. For the last couple of years, he's been hurt. I don't really know what like makes you think that he won't be injury injured this year again. Like he's just getting older, so it's tough to be like, oh, like he's all healthy now. Like you can't just make that assumption. Um, this is like similar to like a Cam Newton. Like yeah, he's bit he he's past his prime. You kind of have to accept that. Um, Burroughs, their offense should be pretty good. Their defense is still going to get toasted. Oh my god, their defense has so many holes. Not to ma- just the fact that their defense has that many holes in the secondary. It's Trey Wayne's and Mackenzie Alexander. They're the got two. Signed. They're the two Vikings corners that were the problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know. They're basically getting the guys that they already have in Drake Kirkpatrick, and they're ba- they're like high upside guys that just haven't played to their potential. DJ Reader is a great player, but he's going to be wasted in not being able to get to the quarterback because uh, their corners are going to toast it. Yeah, I mean you have Geno Atkins is great too, but he wasn't able to do anything else for the team. It's that it'll help that they'll get some interior pressure. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, but it's their weird. offensive line is putrid. Yeah, too. it's get, it's tough because like, they just have hole, they just have a lot of holes still, and I think they're they're they might get there where they're a playoff team in a couple years, but not not yet, and I don't think they're going to be very good at all yet. Yeah, I'm taking them under. I think yeah. I expect them to max out at about four wins. So I'm looking at their can. schedule. Um, obviously they play they play their division like some teams that they can maybe get wins against that I'm looking at. Maybe Cleveland, maybe they get one win. Um, Jacksonville, Giants. Um, if you maybe the Dolphins, but I honestly think the Dolphins are better. The Redskins, I think the Redskins yeah, think are the, better. Like yeah. I, I'm seeing two to three wins, like on the schedule, unless they upset people. But like, and and maybe and Burrow could come out and just be really good. But the thing about Burrow is Burrow's not. He's kind of the guy that. He does rely on his team, you know, like he's that kind yeah. of quarterback that he ele- he elevates his team, but he needs he needs guys around him. He needs a pretty solid offensive line. He does, he does have the guys. He does, he needs his time definitely. I think Burrow's a quarterback who needs more time, right? Like he had a lot of time at LSU. I think that Burrow's the kind of guy where after after his second year, you'll know what he is. Um, first year, it's going to be tough because he doesn't have a great offensive line. Yeah, they have um, some decent receiving options. But, and they have, Joe Mixon is a huge help for Burrow. That's a big deal. I think Joe Mixon is going to be the reason they win four games. Or yeah, even, yeah. Even that. 
Yeah, exactly. And and so like there, but I think eventually like I I do think Burrow's a good going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. But I think you might see some some struggles, especially moving on from uh, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. Like that's really tough. Those are two really good receivers. Jamar Chase is amazing. So and if your best receiver is AJ Green, like an old AJ Green, that's not that great. Um. They if John Ross is back, I could see the offense. Yeah, they being a they lot have more some explosive. solid receiving options. They also have Autumn Tate and Tyler Boyd. I like Tyler Boyd a lot. Um, yeah. But it's just like it's still a big downgrade for Burrow. Um, so it'll be interesting. But I, I don't see them being that great. I do think that they will. That they are like up and coming. And I think that Burrow is going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. But it's going to be hard for him to actually like be good next year. I think they could definitely surpass their. Uh... I think it could go over if everybody stayed healthy because I was watching them without AJ Green last year. Tyler Boyd being the number one, he just didn't look like he could handle it. He got a bunch of targets, didn't really produce. He's more of a number two guy than anything. So yeah, as long as they stay healthy, I feel like they could do it. But I don't think they will, considering AJ's injury prone past recently, at least. Yeah. Um. McConnell, you going over and under or under? You said oh, under. Definitely under. I'm thinking like three okay. wins. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, moving on next is the Browns. The Browns over under is at eight. I think that they could be better, but I don't. I, think I don't see them perfect. having a winning. I don't. Yeah. I'm I don't see them under. having. I don't see them having a winning season, so I'd probably lean under. The Steelers and the Ravens are both better than them. Um, they get Miles Garrett back, which is nice. They they made some signings, but the problem is, at quarterback, I don't and I know that I know that Freddie Kitchens was terrible. You have a whole bunch of weapons now. This offense is, you have, Hooper, Landry, Odell, you have Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, and Nick Chubb. Like that is incredible. Their and offensive the, and line, Njoku. and they signed Jack Conklin, which they did a huge deal for them. So. You would expect their offense to be a lot better, but is Baker actually going to be a lot better? That's the big question, and and I don't think he. I think he'll be better than he was last year. I think last year was he was pretty really really bad, but I think he'll I think he'll make improvements hopefully. Um, but I don't see them being that great yet. The the thing is they have a lot of talent, so it's a little bit hard to bet against them. But it's really betting against Baker in my opinion. They just have to get their coaching situation under control for them to actually get over eight wins. Yeah. And I don't think they'll get over eight wins. They just don't. I I don't. I think they at least need a year of being like actually working as a team until they can get over. Yeah, because the thing the thing that's they, kind of a hard record to get. Yeah, the thing that you remember about the Browns too is like they would look uh, really bad, really really bad sometimes. Yeah, that's they have no the rhythm. Thing. They nothing. That's the thing that's hard to like like to look away from. So. They can't sustain their. They couldn't sustain, like their drives. And they would score really quickly and then give up a bunch of points and then they wouldn't be able to pick it up again. And their head coach is Kevin Stefanski, who a lot of people like, but, I mean, he got taken out of games too. Like their team did, and I don't know if that's as much of Kirk getting taken out of games or him not being able to move the offense. But their offense seems stagnant. I mean. Diggs and Thielen were not getting involved enough. It's just hard. Like, it didn't seem very creative. So that was the problem with Freddie Kitchens. It was very not – it was not not creative whatsoever. So I don't really see how they're going to make 
like big improvements in that. Maybe they'll make small improvements, but I don't see them making big improvements. Well, I think we're going to start to see a very uh, two wide receiver, two running back, two tight end oriented system. Yeah. Because Najoku, Hooper, Odell, Landry, Hunt, Chubb, all stars in their own right. Yeah. So it's going to be really heavy focused on the stars, I think. Yeah. I um, think all right, that- let's. Um, I go think ahead, go that ahead. the the problem that I have is that the Browns get so much hype always going like last year and this year it's kind of going to be the same thing it's going to be a lot of hype going into the year uh, because people do like their weapons like they're great weapons that's probably one of the best offensive cores the NFL has ever seen in terms of like pure talent not really fit but um the problem is they didn't gel last year Baker Mayfield couldn't get the ball to Odell he struggled even at times to get it to Landry and Chubb Chubb was amazing last year he almost led the league in rushing until Derrick Henry went on a tear um but other than that it's like adding in Kareem Hunt like they did that at the end of the year and he came in for pass catching situations but like I mean they just weren't creative with those two running backs like having two guys like that that are both number one running backs I don't know if it'll be helpful or hurtful well I think it, I don't think it can hurt is it can't hurt but if they don't get into a groove or anything like that and you're taking them out too much because there's some running That's backs true. like an Ezekiel Elliott like a Derrick Henry where if they're not getting all the carries they're not going to be able to take over in the fourth quarter like That's not do. Nick Chubb though. Nick Chubb is a boom player. You saw him when they they first started giving him touches when Carlos Hyde was there and he quickly took that job. Yeah, I I think I like a, I like the combo but, of those two. Do you like the combo a lot? Oh, I love it. But the thing is, they still haven't addressed their terrible O line yet. They, they have. Well, they they did sign Conklin, Conklin, but they I think got that's Conklin. One sure, can't but they block four people. Yeah, exactly. So unless they address uh, the rest of their O line and free agency or the draft, they're still going to be not be able to give the ball to their stars because they're they're running the terrible uh, offense last year, play action most of the time. And when you don't have an O line that can actually block, and you don't have a running game because your offensive line can't block, then they won't be scared of a play action and long developing plays. So. And, and just to point out, um, like how Sam says, like they don't have a running game. Yeah, Nick Chubb's getting yards, but it's not a consistent running game. It's not consistent yards. It's not it's not a well like a well working offense. I think Chubb had well. the most yards uh, after contact last year, or it was the most yards that that he made himself because the offensive line was yeah, that yeah. bad. Um, let's move on because took a while on the Browns, but they're they're kind of a hard team. They're a very they're wild card team. You don't really know how they're gonna be. They're they're very very interesting though. Um, next team is the Broncos. Um, the Broncos line is seven and a half. I will take an over. I see them sneaking into the playoffs this year. Um, I'm, I think a nine wins is respectable. For I think it. nine. Yeah. Win, it makes a lot of sense. Um, I like what they did in free agency. I'm not a big fan of the Melvin Gordon sign signing. Um, I'm not. I think it'll help their team, yeah, but I think it's kind of... I didn't even see Jarrell Casey on that. Yeah, Jarrell Casey Jarrell got Casey's... traded for a seventh-round pick, that's which is insane. huge. Um, that's a perfect guy. And A.J. Boye, those are perfect guys for Vic Fangio. So I think their defense is going to make a lot of improvements. They kept Simmons. 
They um, lost Wolf, but then they got Jarrell Casey, who I think is even a better player. Yeah, yeah. Chubb's definitely. coming uh, back. I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, Chubb's coming back. They have Von Miller. They're, I think their defense will be will be a lot better. Um, Boye might be an upgrade over uh, Chris Harris. Because um, I know a lot of people don't. Chris start. Harris was on a decline last year. He had yeah. his worst season ever as a Bronco and ever as a player. So um, Also, you think about what their team really needs. O-line, they signed Graham Glasgow. They didn't have that many holes left in their O-line. Either. Their O-line's Garrett been a little bit better. shitty, but um, hopefully we can get rid of him at some point. Um, and get a good tackle. I would say the one thing that you like, you really want to, that you really need is wide receiver, but you have Corlin Sutton who showed that he is a good wide receiver, and you have a a draft stacked with wide receivers, and the Broncos have three third round picks. I'm still waiting to see if Deshaun Hamilton can be the guy that he looked like at Penn State, but it hasn't. I haven't seen it so far. Tim Patrick's a solid guy on the outside too, pretty much a Corlin Sutton clone. So, I think they have some receivers on the rise. And you draft this, guys, that's perfect. Jawan Winfrey, I know this is a name that nobody knows, but he was a seventh round pick uh, last year, and they drafted him because he was just like crazy intangibles, really talented looking receiver. But we'll wait to see if he has any actual production this year. What do you think over under for them, Nakana? Oh, I think I think eight nine wins is right where I'm at, and it's eight and a half or seven and a half. Seven and a half. Seven. Oh, then I definitely say the over. Um, like I think their floor would be seven wins. So it's like. I yeah. So it makes it. They're not very injury, I think that they should be able to get over it. I think it's kind of silly that the Browns have a higher uh, amount of wins on. Well, they got the talent. Yeah. Because, I... Yeah. Sure. They. I don't know. They just. I don't think they have. They have more holes, in my opinion, than the Broncos. But the odds are determined by players, by people that bet, and people like to bet on star power and things that yeah, are yeah. common. And so something like the Browns, where like people like Odell, people like Landry, whereas the Broncos, people are like, "Who's this Cortland Sutton guy?" Not realizing that he's a monster, but um, they just don't have the crazy like super superstars. On offense, yeah. Obviously, they got the defensive guys, but um, people just like to bet on the fun, flashy guys. Whereas <laughs> the Broncos, I think they've just got a really solid core. Yeah, I agree. Defense might be top three. I could see it very well being that. Um, moving on, I I do think I'm a big fan of the Broncos. I think they're going to be a lot better next year. Um, but moving on, we have a team that definitely regressed. In the Houston Texans, losing Hopkins and yeah. gaining David Johnson, but their line is at seven and a half, and I would take that over even with them losing guys because I really think Deshaun Watson is a bit like a one of the best players in the league. And when is, when is he a guy that really takes over games? I think at the end of games, and that's how your how your records determined. So I think it's hard to just write off the Texans and like. Bill O'Brien's a mess, but they have Deshaun Watson. That's that's one of the best players in the league, in my opinion. Best quarterbacks, for sure. Um, so it's hard to... I would go over. I don't like that, really. Like It's hard. Like I don't want to bet on like a team that just 
got rid of Hopkins, but I could definitely like I think they'll win eight games. You I think know? I would def confidently take them over because I believe in Deshaun Watson that much. I think he's um very close to being he's not Patrick Mahomes, but he's like in the same conversation as one of the playmaker like a playmaker. He he's better than Dak. In yeah, that essence. yeah. He I think he can lead a lot of uh game winning. Uh, drives and stuff like that and I remember when the Texans were playing the Patriots was it two years ago when he was a rookie I think, I Tom so. Brady threw the Brandon Cooks touchdown pass with like no time left yeah so yeah. that's just an example of Deshaun Watson being great because that was a really close game that was so early in his career and Will Fuller is a good receiver. I don't know if he's going to be their number one. They might draft somebody. They got to draft someone. But they have Kiki Kute, who was actually good before he got totally a, not even part of the offense anymore because they had so many people back. And David Johnson, I don't know how to feel about that because we haven't really seen him healthy in a while. I would say the same thing about Kiki Kute and uh, Will Fuller. Like, the problem is, like, they don't, oh, yeah. they're not they're healthy. Oh, yeah, they're not healthy either. They're That's never true. healthy. That's... But I, I think that they're gonna, they gotta get some receiver receiving help. Um, I don't know. It's kind of tough. They they signed Randall Cobb, oh. like dude, really, like Randall Cobb. That's the guy you signed, and they signed him for three or twenty seven million. I, I don't know how you, I don't know how you lose. It looks like Hawkins they went pretty nothing. cheap in their um, signings. I think they signed a lot of solid defensive backs. Yeah, they got Philip Gaines. Good defensive backs. Philip Gaines, Eric Murray, Bradley Roby. They re-signed Roby. Um, Jalen Watkins. Roby was all pretty good last year. Uh, they signed Vernon Hargraves, who's not good. They're just kind of hoping that guys turn out. <laughs> yeah, they signed yeah. a lot of players that had a lot of potential, and or are really just like old stars. I don't. I don't like their di- the direction that they're going in for the future at all. No, but I still have to say that I still like seven and a half. Yeah, I'll take them over on that. But it's going to be an ugly... If they win eight games, it's going to be an ugly eight game, games that they win where Deshaun Watson is absolutely carrying their team. That's the one thing you got to realize. I'm going to disagree. I, I'm going to take the under. I just don't... I see their ceiling as too low for me to believe. Now, I hope Deshaun Watson proves me wrong, but Will Fuller, I always, I love Will Fuller in fantasy. I always draft that guy because he'll give you three games of really, really good football. The problem is that's as a number two wide receiver. Kiki Kute is also not a one. Like, they don't have that guy. And I don't think they're picking early enough in the draft to get a immediate day one number one wide receiver. So for me, I just don't think that they're going to have the weapons available. And one of the reasons why their run game was so good last year was because teams were like, hey, let's stop DeAndre Hopkins. So they were able to have one of the top rushing attacks in football. But now it's going to be, hey, let's stop David Johnson. And we know what's happened in David Johnson's career when people realize that he's good and they need to stop him. He gets absolutely shut down. Yep. And so there's just no point in... I just don't think that the ceiling's high at all. I think their ceiling is maybe eight wins. 
And the, the, I would say I would agree with that. I would definitely I agree just, with that. I, I like the under on that one. I think we're gonna see a lot of dump offs to David Johnson and Duke Johnson this year. Yeah. Because Deshaun's gonna have to do it because he won't have that much re- receiving help. But I think that he'll really. I I do believe he'll get over eight just because he's such a great quarterback. But like Matt said, ugly. Yeah, an ugly eight. They're also gonna have um, to play let's... the number one seeds in the division because they did get that one seed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on. Division. Colts, the Colts are eight and a half. The Colts had a great offseason, but I'm still going to go under because, yeah, you have a great offseason, but your quarterback's Philip Rivers. Is he even an upgrade over Brissett? I don't know. Um, no, I don't think so at this point. In his and career. I think a lot of people like, like a lot of people like Philip. I hope that the Colts are good. I'm rooting for the Colts. They got Buckner. Um, they got Philip. I like Philip as a person, but he was bad last year. He was a bad player. Like, he blew so many games. I There was one game where he threw like nine straight incompletions in the final two drives or something. It was so bad. It was awful. He he doesn't close out games. And you can be like, oh, well, that's because they had a bad O-line. Well, the Colts' weapons are not as good as the Chargers' weapons were last year. Um, Phillip was working with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, who are good Eckler. players. Eckler, Melvin Gordon, and Hunter Henry. He's moving to the Colts where they have T.Y. Hilton, who plays about half the season every single year, and Marlon Mack's a good player, but I would probably rather have Eckler or Gordon over him. Um, just not, like, financially, but just as a player. I think their backs I think are they're similar to uh, the Chargers. I do think they are. The fact that they're, they're going to have Marlon Mack and Naheem Hines, yeah. and they're going to treat they're gonna treat it like they did. Phillip Rivers is going to treat that offense pretty much the same. And But... I don't know how successful he'll be. He got a better offensive line this year, but guess what? Anthony Costanzo just retired. That's their left tackle, and I don't think they have anybody to replace him, and the left tackle is the most important piece of the line. So unless they sign somebody or... Um, no, no, no. They, no Costanzo didn't retire. Really? He, no, he got re-signed. Oh, <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Uh, he's a statue of a quarterback. If he doesn't have a good off, if the offensive line doesn't actually protect him, he might even be injured very shortly into the season. <laughs> but uh, he's an Iron Man, so I don't expect that. I just expect him to throw a lot of picks and get sacked a lot. Yeah, that's that's the problem, and that's this is a team that plays that is known for playing super close games. And Philip Rivers has not been good in close games. I'm sorry, but. I root for the guy always, but I, he just doesn't get it done. I'm sorry, but like I, I don't really see them making the playoffs. Maybe they make the playoffs, but it's just sad. I don't think that it helps them that much getting Phillip over Brissett. Like maybe Phillip will do more in the first three quarters, but yeah, I'd rather have Brissett in the fourth quarter. I think I might have even taken Andy Dalton over for signing Phillip Rivers. Yeah, yeah. So I think Absolutely. I'm definitely taking under. I'm gonna. It's gonna be a sad season watching him. I think it's gonna be a super disappointing season for the Colts. Yeah, and I agree. I don't, I don't like really Phillip. know. Like, Maybe I they like draft a person, quarterback. But I just don't like Philip Rivers um, as a player for them. I think he's too old. I similar to Brady. I just think that he's kind of he's washed in my opinion. And he was like his peak performance was never like super super good, but he was always a pretty consistent good quarterback. But he just hasn't been that quarterback in the last three seasons. He's just kind of coasted off of other players carrying him coasting on a great defense 
and now he's going to the Colts, and it's like he doesn't have I, a Mike Williams in like in situations to just throw it up to and pray. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't all have he has a Keenan is... Allen route runner. Like T.Y. Hillen, T.Y. was good at some point. I think yes, he's, he's at pretty much point. at the end of his career, and that's by far their best receiving yeah. threat. Next is Zach Pascal. Yeah, like what? And they, they have nobody. They don't have a first round pick. They don't have a first round pick. They don't have stellar tight ends. Eric Ebron has been very inconsistent over his career. He's not even on the team anymore. Yeah, he left. Where did he go? Yeah, he I left. Oh, great. He so they have Jack Doyle. Philip Rivers will give Jack I'm Doyle sure some Jack love. I'm sure Jack Doyle will get a lot of love, but he's not the guy that you want to be consistently throwing the ball to. No. So I can't see them being that great at all. I agree. I um, take the under. Yeah. And and I I hope that they're good. I like the Colts. I really I'm gonna yeah. root for them. I like the I like their front office. I like their coaching staff. I like all that stuff. But it's just gonna be tough with Philip. And I think it's gonna be just a frustrating season where you're like. Why aren't we winning? We should be winning. And until I figure out quarterback in a good way, I thought it was drafting Jordan Love and kind of and running it back with Jacoby Brissett and the, or even or even signing Rivers and then drafting Love. But they don't have the 13th pick anymore. That I was a big fan of signing Rivers and then having Love in because that's a great veteran to teach to teach yeah. Love. And but, if they think Rivers is going to teach Brissett anything, I I mean I don't I don't know if that's their Brissett goal. was working with Brady. Exactly. So there's nothing he can really learn at this point. I don't think he's already learned from the best. Yeah. Um. Okay. But let's move on. Jaguars over under five wins. I'm gonna take under. Oh really? Uh, Yeah. I I think their their division's awful. I think their division is not good. Like the Texans and the Colts regressed. I think they're gonna draft. No, no. I don't think. I think the Colts. I don't know if they regress. I think they're pretty much the same. Okay, um, they're pretty much the same. But then the Texans 100% regress. The Titans, the Titans are still good. But um, like, I just think that they'll be able to pull out a couple of wins. They're going to be going against the worst team in every division. Like they get to play. They lost that. a lot of people. They lost a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel so, like they'll be more consistent at the quarterback position because they were switching it up all the time between Foles and Minshew. And Minshew mm-hmm. was able to pull out multiple wins with like not a great roster, and I feel like they'll be able to improve their receiver core. Leonard Fournette will if he's able to stay healthy. Um I think they're a definite under. I, yeah, I think so too. Because I'm looking at their signings, and really, not that game changing. They might it's, not even have Yonick Nagakwe. I don't either. think. Yeah, N- Nagakwe doesn't even want to be there. <laughs> Nobody wants to be there except Fournette for some odd reason. He, you know, I don't even think he wants to be there. He's just stuck there. Well, he said he's the Tim Duncan of the franchise. He said he <laughs> wants to be there for the long haul. Oh, really? Yeah, and I guess that's probably just a running back thing, so you don't get replaced. But um. <laughs> I don't think that the Jaguars will make it over five. I love Minshew. I think he's a very great player. I I, I love his heart. I don't know. I don't know how to put it. But he's just... He's the only reason that they'd get over five for me. And I don't think he's... And their defense just sucks the, the Yeah, they have Nagakwe, and that's it on defense. It's rough. Um, and, and Miles Jack. Um, signing Schobert's not going to make you No, defense. signing Schobert's not going to be a big good. help. Uh, the Jaguars, 
yeah, like, the one thing is, like, oh, they have, a, like, I think the one thing that is, like, a positive look on the Jaguars is, like, oh, they have Gardner Minshew. He's an up-and-coming quarterback. How many times have we seen a Gardner Minshew-type player be an up-and-coming quarterback and then just not be any good in his second year? I don't because think we've of, ever seen a Gardner Minshew type of player, though. He's he's very I'm not unique. Talking, oh, he's yeah, unique. he is unique. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, just that type of storyline of, oh, is this guy going to be able to do it? No, rarely no. Because he doesn't have the same skill set as some of the higher drafted players. At Jimmy do. Garoppolo. Yeah, uh, no. Um, I don't <laughs> think that Gardner... And I don't think he's bad, but I think he's a very replaceable player. Like, definitely replaceable. I mean, look at how they switched up him and Nick Foles last year. Doesn't bode too well for him. So, I'm a definite under. I don't think they're going to be good. I think they might be the worst team in the league next year. I can see that. Wow. Um, Minshew hate. Yeah. Sorry to reveal that. Incredible dysfunction yes. in the Jaguars yes. franchise. Um, moving on, the Chiefs. Their over and under is 11.5. Last year, they won 12 games, and <laughs> Mahomes missed some time. So it's really easy. They're the Super Bowl champs. Super Bowl <laughs> hangover, yeah, they're going to still win 12 games. They have Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, And their defense Mahomes. just got that much better. Yes, so not even a question for me. Let me see their signs. Uh, let's see. Let's see who they signed to. So they have Chris Jones on franchise tag. They retained Damian Williams. They basically just retained everyone. Yeah, because they don't really need to get anybody no. else. I think this is they just still need better over. linebackers. Yeah, like, that's just. I don't really think we need to even get into it. Yeah. That's just an easy. The Chiefs over. over. <laughs> We're all taking over. Yeah. Probably the one seed. Uh, yes. <laughs> Moving on, the Chargers. Now I know me and you, McConaughey, have some conflicting over thoughts on the Chargers. So they are were five and eleven last year with Philip Rivers. They have Tyrod Taylor now. Now, we talked about how Philip Rivers was terrible at late-game situations. Tyrod Taylor... They could sneak in. No, I don't agree. I, I think I'm they're with gonna, Sam. I think the, I think the Chargers are going to suck. Um, they have a nice roster. The Chargers are probably the most disappointing franchise in all of football uh, from a year-to-year basis. I know this because I've always followed the Chargers very closely. Um, what do you... Their defense is good. Their defense is really good. Their defense, but their defense offense is amazing. Is... Tell me how their offense puts up points. I think they're, well, going to be, they're going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers this year with a better quarterback. Yeah, I agree. I think I think that's that's, what... a, that's on point. Like, Tyrod Taylor okay, but... is a significant upgrade. He's got Keenan Allen, which is the Juju Smith-Schuster. They've got the pass rushers like TJ Watt and Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. And then they've got um, Derwin James as their Minka Fitzpatrick and Casey Hayward. They, they have a good secondary. They've got they a fantastic really secondary. secondary, great pass rushers. They've got Austin Eckler, who's a good pass rusher as a running back. They've got tight ends. They've got weapons. The only thing they don't have is an offensive line, but now they don't have a statue at quarterback, and they've got a mobile Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, I I, I could totally see them uh, getting over seven and a half. I don't, I'm not a believer in it, I would say, just because... I don't know if Tyrod can necessarily get it done, but it's going to be a way different looking team. I think they're super unpredictable. Okay, let me because Philip Rivers is no longer there, and they're actually going to have someone that can move around with a bad offensive line, toss him to the running back because that's what Tyrod Taylor does well. He doesn't turn the ball over like Philip Rivers does all the time. And wow, they got they're getting they're getting Chris Harris too. I mean, they they're getting a lot of pieces. I think I think they might. Might get over it. Okay, real quick. Here's my problem with the Chargers, and here's why I don't see anything really going that well. 
they're not going to get... This is assuming they don't get Tua or Burrow. So even if they draft Herbert, not a big fan of Herbert. Herbert and Love are going to take some time to kind of get going. Um, so you're talking about Tyrod Taylor, yeah. Oh, like he can run and he can do this. Problem is their coach is Anthony Lynn. They, neither Tyrod Taylor or Anthony Lynn or and that coaching staff move the needle. That's been the Chargers' problem time and time and time again is, oh, they don't have a coach that can move the needle with Phillip Rivers. Well, you sure as hell aren't going to move the needle with Tyrod. So their offense is not going to be good. I don't see how you can see their offense really being great at all. And I think that that's going to lead them to being another 5. They were 5-11 and 11 last year. Well, and I think the last time we saw Tyrod as a starter was in Cleveland in a dysfunctional Browns organization not running a good offense. I think of him back on the Bills, but the difference between the Bills and this team is that the Bills had a good coaching staff where you can... And they had LaShawn McCoy being a very good running back. They don't have a good runner in between the tackles. They have Austin Eckler, who's he's a nice receiver, and you're going to get a lot of dump-offs from Tyrod, but their offense is going to be so stagnant. I think you're sleeping on uh, Justin Jackson. Yeah, Justin Jackson. Who came Jackson's in when, uh, when Melvin Gordon was out. So he actually played better. If you look at the stat, I think he played better statistically than Melvin Gordon did yeah. in his time that he had. So, so I you guys are both over? Game. You guys are both over? Because seven and a half is a lot of wins. I don't know if I'd call myself over. I don't. I, could I? Could I be in between? Kind yeah. Of could I put in between? Because I I think they're really an unpredictable team. I'm waiting to see what happens. So this one's kind of interesting because you're kind of in the middle, Sam. Like you see how they could be good. You also see like you see that there is some problems. McConnell, you like them. You you like their strengths. I think it's. I really look at this line, and it's one of the. I think it's the easiest line that we've seen. I think the Chiefs <laughs> is easier. Okay, the Chiefs, but the easiest under, I would say, that I've seen. Like, I don't even have a question. Like, I don't think there's a way that. They I think the Jaguars wins. are the easiest under for me. I think they're that nice five six win team that is a clear five six team. team. Yeah, the Jaguars are bad, but but I just don't see the Chargers being any good. Not to mention they have the Broncos, they have the Chiefs. And they have the Raiders, and I think all of those teams are easily better than them. So, I don't know. If you guys want to say anything else, that, That's go ahead. That's fair, I guess. Um, That's a lot of wins to get with those people in your division. Yeah. I, I could easily see them going 0-6 against those teams. Maybe beating the Broncos or the Chargers once. Well, I think they could or beat the, the Raiders. Or the Raiders, you mean? Bro- Broncos are... What did I say? The Broncos are Chargers? Broncos yeah. are Raiders, sorry. <laughs> um, next team is the Dolphins. They're over-under is 6 the Dolphins had probably one of the worst rosters ever last year, and they went five and eleven. I'll take the over. I'll their take defense, the over too. Their division regressed. You know what it is. Besides though? the Bills, it's the Brian Flores effect. That guy's a good coach. He's a really good coach. Um, I'm a big fan. I I think that especially if they if they draft Tua and he becomes their starter, I think Tua is phenomenal. Not to mention he's getting his guys that he had in New England. Look at Kyle Van Noy, Alandon Roberts. He's signing these team captains at linebacker. Not to mention Emmanuel Ogba was uh, is a pretty good player. They they've signed they've gotten a lot of help. They have a lot of cap. Yeah. The most in the NFL. Not even close. Or it's Colts. Colts do. Right? Yeah. They, but they have a ton. They, they have a ton. and they used it. They so this is just a, I'll list out all of their signings. Adrian Colbert, solid backup safety, I'd say. Eric Flowers. I don't know how to feel about he's that. He's a better. He's a better. He's better at guard. So they if you may, play him at guard, he's going to be okay. They move him there because he's pretty trash. He's a terrible tackle, but 
Um, Rieger Hill, a linebacker. Uh, Jordan Howard, I like. That's a solid signing. Jordan Howard's an actual elite running back, in my opinion. Like a good runner. He's a good runner. He doesn't really help you in receiving. No, but, but they're but they're probably going to plan on. He's an elite runner. Yeah, yeah. Um, Byron Jones. Byron Jones is a good player. Ted Karras, offensive lineman. He's solid. Shaq Lawson. He's all right. Emmanuel Ogba. A lot of potential. There. Lo- Emmanuel Ogba is good. Um, Alandon Roberts. And Kyle Van Noy. Kyle Van Noy is a good player. So you got you got some good pieces on defense now. And their offense was pretty solid last year as it was. If you add a Tua, you draft a receiver, there's three first-round picks. There's no reason to believe that they won't win six games, in my opinion. I don't even know if they need a receiver after they had Preston Williams break out last year. And they had Devontae Parker. Keen Grant was playing well. Albert Wilson, I think he should be cut. But... Um, <laughs> I like their weapons. Mike Jacecki is also on the rise. Yeah, yeah, he's good. I, I mean, I think that there's they're gonna be there's gonna be a lot of receivers that are just right in their laps. I think in the draft. Mm-hmm. So if you have, if you have I'm two, them uh, over. yeah, I'm taking the over. I, easy. I like. I'm a big fan of the Dolphins. And the Patriots are no longer as good. Nope. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Jets didn't really do a ton. Do you see Jarrett Sidham? It's his team now, so expect them to win at least two games. <laughs> um. All right, I think we'll go move on from the Dolphins. Uh, let's see. The Patriots. Patriots, over-unders, nine and a half. Under. I, I don't I'm really... I'm taking a fat under on that. Under. I feel like that's going to get changed. I think that's definitely going to get changed, obviously. under ever. Yeah, I think that'll get changed. I mean, we've talked a lot about the Patriots. Like, everyone talks about the Patriots. They lost Brady. They lost, like, all of their defense. I that's think we're, the thing. Yeah. I think we're about to see... How important Brady was compared to Belichick? Because I think it's about 75-25. You think Brady's more important? I think Brady is more important. Oh, I don't think so. But I think having Stidham is going to be rough. I think that um, they're going to... This is what I think is going to happen for the Patriots. I think they're going to suck next year. They're going to find a way to get a, a big upgrade at quarterback. Um, and then I think they're going to go back and they're going to be a playoff team again. I think they're going to have a one-year kind of... Similar to the Warrior, what's happening with the Warriors right now. Like, oh, no, they suck, and then they're going to be really good again. I, I think that will happen. But I don't see the Patriots getting nine and a half wins. That's ridiculous. And I think the reason why that's so ridiculous is because they lost so many defensive players. <laughs> Not to mention their running backs. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Damian Harris will come out and be great. James White's getting up there, and Sonny Michelle's knees are busted. <laughs> so Something about them um, Georgia backs. I don't know. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think that's they didn't have a good offensive line either. Did they? Yeah. No, no, they, they lost. They're gonna lose. They're about to lose. Lose their best offensive line in free agency, Joe Tooney. I think they lost him. Yeah. No, they franchise tagged him. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know if he'll end up signing. They kept him. Devin McCourty. They kept Slater. So you know that special teams is gonna be nice. Oh, sweet! <laughs> Slater is a big acquisition. <laughs> That'll win him at least um, three games. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that that one's interesting. But Adrian Phillips, that's I, an interesting. I think one. that's an easy under. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely taking the under on that. Now it's kind of hard to bet against build up, but okay. Moving on, the so we got a couple more teams here. We got the Titans left. We got the Steelers left. We got the Raiders left. We got the Jets left. Let's try and do so we'll a little bit the, quicker. Yeah, yeah. So the Jets, six and a half. I guess I go over. I like the over. The Jets. Sam Darnold was really good the last Jets year when kinda... he didn't have mono. <laughs> like <laughs> they signed, 
They signed... Okay, here's the thing about the Jets. I want to see them succeed on the offensive line. Yeah, so let's look at the Jets. <laughs> they signed a lot of dudes, though. Yes, they signed Josh Andrews. This is their offensive line signings. Josh Andrews, George Fant, Alex Lewis, Connor McGovern, Greg Van uh, Roten. Rotten. No big names. No big names, but they signed five players. <laughs> or, sorry. Yes, five players. They also signed Brian Poole. That was their only That's signing. The their only yeah, they've re-signed Brian Poole. Um, I think they signed someone this morning actually. Um, shoot, what was his name? Pierre Desir. They signed Pierre Desir this morning. Oh, yeah, he's been solid. Yeah, so they signed two corners and they signed five offensive linemen. Um, the offensive line has to get better. Hopefully, all these signings will make them better. I don't know if it will. I don't know a ton about offensive linemen. I'll be honest, but. You hope that if you sign five guys, at least a couple of them are pretty good. <laughs> um, I don't think they're in a very good division, so I'll take them over. I take their over, but I don't. I think it's like seven or eight wins. Yeah, I mean the fact that they got to seven last year with Sam Darnold being out and exactly. what's his name starting. What was it? Ficken? No, no, that's the kicker. <laughs> I I don't. Luke Falk. Luke Falk was that horrible. guy. He was. was he's not an NFL terrible. player. He's, he's not, not an, an NFL, NFL player. player. He's a fake player. That's what he is. <laughs> So, the fact that they won seven games last year makes me have to take them on an over, but I don't like them at all. They're not a playoff team. No. Um, you agree there, Makana? I think they could sneak in, honestly. Um, yeah. I yeah, think into the, the division into the playoffs. I think that their division has a lot of, like, winnability, I guess. I feel like they can mm-hmm. beat the Patriots now. They, they, almo- beat they the almost Dolphins. beat the Bills week one. They can they can maybe beat the Bills like I think that's all leveling out and I think Sam Darnold has a chance to really be good and I think Le'Veon Bell could step up because if they get if their offensive line improves any bit whatsoever Le'Veon Bell will be able to get back to his form and that'll help Sam Darnold out and they might lose Robbie Anderson and probably will but um, even with he's that, not that great. I think yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be super disappointed. No, it's not Robert a crazy Anderson. loss, but I think that Sam Darnold. I think if Quincy Nunwa can stay healthy, then yeah. he could be a big part of the offense because he's an, he's a pretty good receiver. Yeah, I would agree with that when he's healthy, <laughs> at least. I think um, they could get right. up to the nine win mark would be kind of the ceiling that I have for them. Yeah, I think but that's that they, might they, make they, it okay. into the playoffs. The Jets are a team that could actually be one of those worst the first teams. Yeah, you could definitely see that there. That's I I believe they were no they weren't worse they were the third, but you know like a team that's not very good and then is oh wow, they're pretty good. They're I mean, a good we team. kind of expect them to go like zero and sixteen for a little bit. So <laughs> I'm surprised they even got to seven. And yeah, nine. I was surprised to see that right now. I did not think I thought they were like a five win team, but seven and nine they should improve. They should get over six wins. I think that's an easy one. Um, Raiders seven and a half. They went seven and nine. So when you look at what the Raiders did, let's see. They made a ton of moves. I think this one's they... an easy over because they just had nothing going with Derek Carr. Um, their offense was a hundred percent Josh Jacobs reliant, and now that they have so, Mariota, maybe Gruden can do something with them. I don't. I mean, I think Mariota is definitely their backup. Yeah, uh, I like the I like the signing. The only thing I, I have like to say, I like how they put it in the same kind of situation that the Titans had with him. Yeah, <laughs> um, the only thing I have to say is, and I like the Mariota signing, but I would rather them sign Jameis. 
Wouldn't, wouldn't I'd you rather guys? have them sign Jameis too, but I don't know if uh, I really don't know if Mike Mayock or John Gruden really want to. Yeah, do that. yeah, I guess it's not really their kind of guy. Um, they signed Aguilar, Eli Apple, Jeff Heath, Eric Cush, um, Nick Kwiatkowski. Nick Kwiatkowski. Don't really know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> He's solid though. Um, Corey Littleton, Marcus Mariota, Carl Nassib, Hard Hard Knocks uh, legend. <laughs> And, of course, Jason Witten. <laughs> I don't know why they signed Jason Witten. I don't know why they signed Jason Witten. I think they just because have... Gruden likes him. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. D- D- Jason Witten signing doesn't make much sense to me, considering them having um, Darren Waller. I think he's just their backup tight end. And Foster Morrell. I don't know much about him. Foster Morrell was a touchdown machine last year out of LSU. He was really good. So I don't really understand Jason Witten. Maybe his leadership... I, I don't know. That's, that would make sense to me if Gruden was like, all right, I'm going to get this guy and we're going to create a culture or something like that. But yeah, I definitely Jason would Witten's take them winning over. culture? Like, yeah. <laughs> like he's won so much? I mean, no, but he's just a, he's a good dude. Yeah. So he's gone through I'll take them over. I Okay, you guys both like the over a lot. Um, I don't know I because I'll be honest, I think that... There's always a couple teams that like just don't quite get there, and I think that the Raiders are super close to their line, so I would actually go like not really sure on this one. That's like a line I just really don't like. Um, seven and a half, they could go seven, they could go eight, they could go nine. I kind of see them in that range. I think they have one of the best coaches in the NFL who has been building his ideal team, and he's on a 10-year contract, $100 million. He, he's He's doing it the right way. He didn't... He didn't was, make any bold, like two bold moves. He's doing it... Very different from a lot of people that you you see nowadays. People that are trying to get like good fast. I think Gruden's taking the slow process, and he's had that year. Now, yeah. and now he's like, oh, I'm I'm a, I'm a getting my team that much better. Yeah, um, they're gonna be interesting to see what they do. Uh, I think a lot of theirs is gonna determine on like what happens in the draft. So we'll see that. Um, they have a lot of picks, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, move on. So we got the Steelers and the Titans to end it. Steelers over is nine. So I think that you, is high. I think 100% high. you take under. the over. I'm really ah. high. I take the under. I take the under every day on that one. Yeah, How that's high, How many wins high, did dude. they win? How many games did they win with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges? That's true. They won eight. Exactly. And the division didn't improve them. I would uh, I would probably I think, go over. I think, you have I think it's to. close. I think Big Ben they got will the glass hopefully boys. bring Juju back up, and that'll help the run game. Like, they won't be stagnant on offense, and their defense is phenomenal. Yeah, I, I don't Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I can see it happening. I just don't know if Big Ben will even return to form. No, That's but he just worries me the most better. about it. Yeah, and he doesn't have to be that great. He has to be a decent quarterback because they played with garbage last year. And we're yeah. able their defense to sweep out wins. Stellar. And their that's what they have so going for them. And their defense didn't lose anyone. I don't know if Juju will end up being the number one that everyone expected him to be. He had a really weird season last year, so we can't really put any labels on him just yet. Because of the injuries, the bad quarterback play, and um I guess that's pretty much it. But they were, they were predictable last year. They were going to run the ball, and you knew it. Yeah, I, I, I think that the Steelers might. I would actually agree that over. I think that um, the Steelers I think it's will a be harder the number one, one wild card team if they don't win the division. 
Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, and then let's finish it off with the Titans. So this is kind of the Titans over is eight and a half. Um, their division regressed a lot. I'm taking. Did oh. they franchise tag Derrick Henry? Is that what happened? They franchise tag Derrick Henry. Okay. Um. They really committed to Tannehill. They signed Vic Beasley. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I don't see them being like worse. That's the thing. They they got hot. I think they could cool down now. Yeah, I, I think really like cool Mike Fabrell. I like him, but I feel like they're not going to be as dominant as they were last year. I, re- I really think that they won't. They lost Conklin. That's a big loss. Um, I'm going to go under on that. What's the over under? Um, Is it nine or nine and a half? Eight and a half. Eight, eight and, and a half. half. I think they won. Right they only won nine. They only won nine games last year. I think they're th- for the last like four years. They in, they've just like, been that solid team that you can just count on. That's true. Nine I'm taking wins. It over. Yeah, I think. So here's the only thing that you gotta account for. So so we'll go over on the Titans. I mean, there's a lot of Titans talk. I, let's not get into it. But right now, so we have 16 games, right? There's 16 teams. Sorry, we went 10 overs, five unders, one no decision. So it's not like it's hard to to determine the over and under. Because there's always teams that are going to disappoint, and it's kind of hard to be like, oh, like this is why they're going to disappoint. I think some of our overs that we did, um, so we have Titans over, um, Steelers over, Raiders over. I didn't really like the Raiders over. And by the way, just looking at um, Titans signing right now, you see that they signed Dennis Kelly, who is actually very good and a good offensive tackle for mm-hmm. uh, the Colts. Which doesn't spell well for the Colts, by the way. But he's he's he'll replace the right tackle position and played about just as well as Jack Conklin. So I don't see the aggression over there. Okay. Um, they did lose Quentin Spain, though. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it's going to be that much. We, we picked a lot of overs, which... That's what people tend to do, though. That's what people tend to do. Um, I do think our unders are like really like accurate. Yeah. I think there's just some teams I just don't think they're going to be as good. I think we might see a similar season to last year where these there's pretty heavy outliers in yeah. the win category. Yeah. And the ones that we... I don't know. I think that the ones that we called under on might be pretty we, terrible the teams. Ones, the ones that we called under on, we were like, they're going to be clearly under. Like That's bad. the one thing that you have to account. Is that we're going a lot of overs. It, but it's close. The over-under doesn't... Did we it do doesn't have to be 50-50. We would only do the AFC. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't have to be 50-50 because if you have a team like, let's see the Bengals that's over is five and we're like no they're winning three games that's a couple under and you yeah. have a team like like let's see for me the Chargers I told you guys I don't think the Chargers are going to be good at all they're like seven and a half or something so there's some teams the Colts have a high over and we don't think they're going to hit that um, the Jaguars were like they're probably going to be the worst team me and I'm going to rescind so you, my Jaguars thing I think they're going to suck I'm going back I'm sorry yeah. I'm going back I've thought about when you, when, it the Jaguars are when gonna you start suck. thinking about when you start thinking about it, like, compared to everyone else. Yeah. I think that's what you got to think about. And so it's hard to do the over-unders. Watch them be the uh, surprise, like... Yeah, the Jaguars win their division. <laughs> I got the Minshew jersey early, so I, I was not on the bandwagon. So I'll be able to uh, <laughs> follow that train. You can recoup your Halloween costume. I know, right? Yeah. All right, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. We're not doing a worst take. We probably won't do a worst take next episode either, just because this is a long segment. 
Yeah. But we want to talk about free agency. It's a big deal. So we're going to do the same thing for the NFC next podcast. Um, we'll probably we'll do another like intro, like the logos and the jerseys yeah. that we've done. Mixes it up, makes so, it a little bit fun. So wait, it's not just tell us if you guys enjoyed it. Wait, we didn't do the jerseys because sorry that got canceled. Um, we didn't. Do we jerseys. did jerseys. We did do in jerseys our last episode, but nobody got to hear it. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, if you guys um, like the podcast, please rate and subscribe, and like review. Um, on Apple, I, that really helps us out. We like to see that kind of stuff. We've got yeah, a fair amount. Of we've definitely been recently. getting. Yeah, we definitely have. Um, also, um, follow us on social media at the Worst Take Pod. Go check out our website, theworsttakenetwork.com. We're going to be posting articles every single day. From how many how many writers do we have right now, Matt? I think we have at least six. I think we have six have posted, but how six many? have posted. But there's, there's how many are writing? there's going to be a lot more. Yeah, I think like we have 12 like or eleven. Yeah, yeah. Gonna so we're gonna have stuff out every day. We're we're planning it out so every morning there'll be one posted from now on. So you can you can just check it and you'll see something. Yep. Um, a lot of emphasis on the 49ers. Um, we'll have a Vikings article out to by the time this podcast is out tonight. Um, a lot of Ravens, a lot of Niners. Once I get going, maybe some Broncos. Some Broncos, yeah, some Broncos stuff. Some Vi- we'll have the Vikings. A lot of overall NFL, a lot of Raiders, Ram- we have a Raiders and a Rams article coming out soon. So there'll be a lot of content, a lot of West Coast influence, but then you have the Ravens and the Broncos. I guess the Broncos are technically West Coast, but they're not really in the West yeah. Coast. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so we'll get that out to you guys. Um, check it out. Let us know if you're interested in some topics. Or you want to hear an article about a specific thing? Uh, leave it in the review. Yeah, thank you guys all for listening. We'll see all of you again on Tuesday. Once again, sorry for the uh, lack of episode on Thursday, but we fi- we fixed that issue, so that won't happen again. And we're yeah. having a new intro for this episode. So if you guys like that, please let us know. And if it sucks, also let us know, so you don't have to listen to it. <laughs> Uh, But thank you all for listening, and we'll see all of you again on Tuesday.